0: I'm Emily Chen-Newton, Interim Managing Editor for Noise Omaha. Throughout 2020 and early 2021, our coverage focused on the racial justice protests pulsing through the city of Omaha. As this year progressed, though, much of the racial justice work moved from the streets into the legislative chambers and town hall meetings. And we've shifted our coverage in stride. As a team, we've talked a lot about what our work at Noise looks like as the streets have quieted but the disparities persist. What does our mission of reclaiming the narrative of North Omaha look like without fists in the air and mass arrests of peaceful protesters? We think it looks like a big fat spotlight on stories of triumphant community members, black excellence, urban farming, theater grand openings, sneaker festivals, strong families and small businesses building generational wealth. This is one of those stories.
1: Uh, Here's the chickens over here. You guys can come in.
0: This is Clark Williams. He and his 9-year-old daughter run the beekeeping operation at Omaha Permaculture Headquarters in North Omaha. About 10 years ago, Clark hooked up with Gus Von Rowan, who had become the founder of Omaha Permaculture, OP. And Clark has been keeping bees on the property since 2015. Clark and his daughter Aaliyah gave me a tour of the OP headquarters, and the chicken coop was the first stop. The coop has a small door, the perfect size for chickens and nine-year-olds. So
1: well, we got chickens at my house too. She got names for her chickens at the house.
0: What are the names of your chickens that you have at your house? I got Oreo. I I got caramel, I got Oreo. I got caramel, and I got Brownie. Are they all named after sweets? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you're never gonna eat these chickens. These are just laying yeah. hens, right? Yeah, they just, yeah, we just
1: get the eggs. <laughs>
0: There's also a greenhouse and cold frames for veggies at the OP headquarters. And all of this is in line with the nonprofit's mission of creating healthier communities by maintaining unwanted, vacant land. Clark reached out to OP's founder, Gus, more than 10 years ago because he was tired of being dependent on chain grocery stores to feed his family. But Clark says he was never much of a gardener, so he hired a couple thousand workers. Worker bees, that is, he says with a smile as he and Aaliyah lead me over to their hives. Do you think I could get a little closer? Do they seem calm enough?
1: Yeah, I think you can. I will guide you over here. Just come over here. Just stand on this side, because they do have a flight pattern. Mm. And probably, yeah, always rocks and gravel everywhere around this place. And if you notice how I lift the lid that way, so if they do want to fly out, uh, they'll fly that way and not directly up into our face. I appreciate that. And then, um. I just can't look in there.
0: And I think there's an ice cream truck. I was listening to see if we could hear the bees buzzing, but all I can hear is an ice cream truck.
1: Because we are still in the hood.
0: There are sapling trees all around us now, but no old growth. This land has only just begun to be reclaimed by nature in the last 10 years or so. And other than a few two-liter soda bottles filled with sugar water hung upside down from the trees for the bees to feast on, Clark says they just let nature do its thing here. But they've taken a little more control when it comes to breeding the bees.
1: Now, these are some Russians, and those are some Italians. When a guy came to the hive, he did a split for me. He saw that one of those hives down there, that white one, he saw that they were raising some queens in there. He cut the queens out, he cut. Three of the Queens out, and he put one in here and one in here, and he smashed the cocoon together. He told me, he said, man, wait seven days. They're gonna, the Queens going to go out on a mating flight, and then come back. And they came back, and they made this hive."
0: So, so we got Italians, we got Russians in North Omaha. So it's like the United Nations yes, of bees. Yes, this is the
1: United <laughs> Nations of bees, because you got Italians, you got the Russians, and they all mix. <laughs> well, they are starting to buzz around a little bit. As long as, you know, like we're not swatting or doing anything, you know, mm-hmm. those Italians, squirrels if I lifted that lid, they'll be, I mean, they, just imagine me being down here at 5.30, 6 o'clock in the fall time.
0: Now, this is a story that Clark told a few times on our tour that day. It seemed to really capture what beekeeping is for him.
1: It's getting dark. It's smoke everywhere. It's hot, you know. And I'm just down here in the trenches around two or three hundred thousand bees. I felt elevated. It was just dark. I was tired. I just I just became one with them because I was getting the honey. And I'm back here all by myself. And it's getting dark slowly but surely. And it's all smoky back here. And I done got stung eight times. I just was just rushing and trying to get up out of here. I was like, ugh. But after I thought about it, after I did it, and I thought about it, I said, well, you know, I Probably deserve to get stung eight or nine times because I was still in their honey, I was still in their gold. They worked hard all year to build that, and then I'm going in and I'm just gonna take it. I'm around probably a half a million bees, you know. If I get stung six times, I think that's pretty good ratio being around 200, 300,000 people, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm stealing from them, I'm robbing them for their honey. so um, it's just my own little, <laughs> they're, they're sacrificing a lot to deal with me, and so for me to get stung a few times, this is a labor of love, it's just kisses, I always tell My eye be swole half the time, I got stung right here on my eye one time and am I, I said, yeah, I got kissed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he calls bee stings, kisses, and he calls the bees themselves, angels, because of the helping hand that the bees give to all the different parts of their ecosystem. He and his daughter, Aaliyah, have started selling their honey at local craft fairs under the name Aaliyah's Angels Honey. They both have matching, freshly printed t-shirts advertising their operation. Her father stands proudly by as Aaliyah shows me several heart-shaped bottles of honey and explains how they extracted it from the hives. This is honey from Nabis all the way back there, and this is pure honey. What does that mean, pure honey? Honey that we just scraped off the cone...
1: It drains into a filter, like a. it'll make sure that no wax gets in there.
0: But we have like big buckets that got full of honey. His house is full of jars, honeycombs. His floor is messy with just honey. That's how, <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you know we have a lot of honey. Clark laughs, but he doesn't disagree. His house is full of honey. But it's not all for him. None of this is. As we walk down one of the loosely maintained paths on the property, he says that this urban farm, including the bee operation, is about building something that you can pass on to the next generation, a practice that he sees the bees literally living out every day.
1: Well, it's nature's way of performing generational wealth. If you look at it like uh, a family that are working together, owning a business, they're working hard every day, and they're staring up money can save for generations and lifetimes. And so that's kind of the way I compare it to with them It's because they're just getting up going to work every day to make sure that they're got plenty enough to eat to make it through the wintertime. It's kind of simple, but I just relate it to life because that's what we're getting up doing every day is working hard take care of our family to make sure that we can have enough money to continue our families for generations.
0: So. Mm-hmm. Not just thinking about themselves, but always preparing yeah, for Yeah, I mean, the they're taking generation.
1: care of their queens. Just the idea of, you know, the communities that you see that take care of their loved ones and their queens and their women, uh, they're thriving. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, plain and simple, that's why you got so many other communities and stuff like that thriving, because they take care of their queens. They take care of their families, and their queens is taking care of them. Um, you can't do nothing but grow with that.
0: He stops briefly to look down the path and make sure that Aaliyah is still close by. We can hear her humming a song several yards ahead of us.
1: When all this music, this gangster rap, uh, you know, when we start disrespecting and degrading our women and our family, our existence wouldn't be able to grow too strong without that queen that, you know, gave birth to us. So it's some whole stuff that we really ought to, to clear up in our own community, and we got to use the bees as an example to be able to do it. You know, I mean, we got to love one another in order for the, the money and the honey to be made. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> so, we visit a second set of hives where he talks through some of the lessons that his bees have taught him about himself.
1: Some people couldn't stand this thing. I love it. I feel like it's my niche. It's my, you know, getaway. For me to come down here and I own this, you know, not own it, but this is ours. She owns it. You know what I'm saying? Not, not really she owns it, but it's like a personal something that we do. And so, it, you know, you tell people that you got some honey, Everybody' day brightens up. I mean, you know, like, <laughs> I want some honey. Oh yeah, honey is good. You know, so just to brighten people's day and to keep a smile on people's face, you know, it, that right there does a lot too. So,
0: you know, very rarely in this day and age, do you have to really attune yourself to nature, but when you're working with bees, you have to regulate your breathing, keep your, your energy level steady, like, can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Well, yes, when you come here, just like with right now, with you being, standing here right now, you have to be a somewhat calm, you have to be somewhat, if you notice they're flying around, they're checking you out, oh, a matter of fact, you I have know. one in your hair, I feel it
0: right now, <laughs>
1: so they're going to check you out, but you got to be able to be calm, it's like, right now, I'm going to get it out, but you just got to... Become and just become one with them. Now, if you weren't one with them, you'd be stung a few times by yeah. now. <laughs> so, yes, we have to.
0: I think it's gone now, right? Yeah, I got yeah. it out. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, he he got away, soon Absolutely. And then I said, Oh, hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they, they're going to come check you out mm-hmm. and make sure that you're not of danger to them, mm-hmm. you know, and then they'll say, Okay. So when we come around them, we almost have to become in tune with them because they're going to protect themselves. And that that gives me a break sometimes too because it takes me away from the world and I have to go somewhere and I have to uh, in tune myself. I can't come back here mad at what happened in my day (laughs) because they'll remind me to get out of here with that bullshit, you know what I'm saying? So when I come back here with them, it's like, okay. I'm somewhere else. I better know how to act now. Hey y'all, can I be you friend today? But
0: because you don't just take the honey, you also come here. You feed them the sugar water. And I feed them
1: sugar water. I, I vape them. I put. I got to put the mouse guards on there, and there's beetle traps in there. But you know, it's a delicate process. That is our obstacle to keep them protected from the other environments.
0: And then will they basically just stay in their hives? What do you do to winterize them? Because that's you're part of what you're doing today. Well, yeah,
1: uh, we do wrap it up with some kind of insulation, whether it's a thin quarter inch insulation.
0: And you've got them in a spot of sun here. They're like in a clearing so there is some sun that would come. Yeah. Oh,
1: they get great (laughs) sun. Like I said, uh, most experienced beekeepers that come back here, they say this is one of the best environments for bees. Not only do We not manicure our yards and our gardens around here like out west and they pesticides and do all that in nicer neighborhoods. I mean, you know, everybody wants to live in a nice neighborhood, nothing wrong with that. But they just, they put more chemicals on their yards than any other neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. Because we just let our yards go and it's fine. It should be a natural environment. Because it provides better things for pollinators, not only bees, uh, butterflies, and all the other pollinators that we need. So, when you got a neighborhood and ain't no dandelions in no yard, that's not a healthy neighborhood. (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
0: Because, in the end, he says that building a healthy and self sustained neighborhood is all part of the goal here.
1: Uh, If you're working hard, you should be compensated for your hard work and and teach people that, you know, we can grow our own food in the community and we should be able to sell it in our own community and be able to prosper in our own community. Everywhere else is, and that's how they keep their communities thriving. So we got to have something that we're sustaining ourselves and thriving and feeding ourselves. If we're for a non-profit handout all the time, it's just, what does that get, you know? They're going to be able to be in control, and if we can't produce our own money, then pretty much be on a string, puppet string. Shouldn't be nothing wrong with us making some money off of this, because, yeah. heck, if we don't, somebody else will, you know.
0: This has been a production of Noise Omaha, in collaboration with Figure Podcasts and Music by Ben Lee. This is the second installment of a three-part story package about Omaha permaculture. Visit noiseomaha.com for the rest of this story package and other North Omaha-centered news.
1: I probably deserve to get stung because I was still in their honey. I was still in their gold. They worked hard all year to build that. And then I'm going in, and I'm just going to take it.